0: and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer.
1: My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs,
0: jobs. This policeman must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary.
1: From this day forward, it's going to be only... America first! America first! We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the
2: people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to the Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Well, you know, um, there's new, more and more information coming out that the uh, vaccines uh, don't work, and what we're, what we know about them, we should know so much more. Like uh, kids are going back to, to school, and it seems as though uh, what's happening is. Um, Fauci doesn't really know; he doesn't have a clue as to um, what to expect. If kids go back to school, he can't stop it. He understands that, but he still wants to dispel this doom and gloom. And yet, you know, people don't really, really know uh, what's going to happen, and that's the that's the sad truth. Um, so we'll see what happens, but. I don't know why we don't replace Dr. Fauci. I just don't understand why we can't declare that this guy is not ready for the job. You know, that doesn't make any sense to me as to why that's the case. Um, but we listen to doctors speak about this stuff, people who know. And they're suggesting that the CDC doesn't even know what they're doing. And that, that's concerning. So I want to take a listen to a really um, interesting clip, uh, audio clip, and we're going to take a listen to Dr. Uh, Dan Stock from Indiana, and he stands up at the podium, and he's talking about some things. I think this will set up what we're going to be talking about today regarding COVID, uh, Delta, vaccine statistics, and some other other bits of data, uh, along with other subjects, um, but let's get started with Dr. Dan Stock. He makes the argument that CDC mask and vaccine guidance is wrong. The therapeutics like ivermectin and HCQ are effective, and treatment for COVID prevention, as like uh, well, like vitamin D, should be talked about more. And let's take a listen.
0: Dr. Dan- oh, and the
2: masks don't work.
0: Dr. Dan Stock, five seven 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 West Seminole, North McCordsville, Indiana. Um, to, uh, to address your comment about it's hard to believe we're eighteen months into this and still having a problem. And I would suggest the reason we still have a problem is because we're doing things that are not useful, and we're getting our sources of information from the Indiana State Board of Health and the CDC, who actually don't bother to read science before they do this. Um, I'm actually a functional family medicine physician. That means I am specially trained in immunology and inflammation regulation and everything being recommended by the CDC and the State Board of Health is actually contrary to all the rules of science. So things you should know about coronavirus and all other respiratory viruses, they are spread by aerosol particles, which are small enough to go through every mask. By the way, the literature that supports all of that is in a flash drive that we presented to you. It's been given to the secretary. As a matter of fact, it quotes at least three studies (laughs) sponsored by the NIH to that exact fact, even though the CDC and the NIH have chosen to to ignore the very science that they paid to have done. Um, That is why you keep struggling with this, is because you cannot make these viruses go away. The natural history of all respiratory viruses is that they circulate all year long, waiting for the immune system to get sick through the winter, or become deranged, as has happened recently with these vaccines, and then they cause symptomatic disease. Because they cannot be filtered out, and they have animal reservoirs, and this is a very important point, no one can make this virus go away. The CDC has managed to convince everybody that we can handle this like we did smallpox, where we could make a virus go away. Smallpox had no animal reservoirs. The only thing it learned to infect was humans. That's why we were able to make that virus go away. That will not happen with this any more than it will with influenza, the common cold, respiratory syncytial virus, adenoviral respiratory syndromes, or anything else that has animal reservoirs. So the reason you can't do this is because you're trying to do something which has already been tried and can't be done. Equally important is that vaccination changes none of this, especially with this vaccine. And I would hope this board would start asking itself, before it considers taking the advice of the CDC, the NIH, and the State Board of Health, why we are doing things about this that we didn't do for the common cold, influenza, or respiratory syncytial virus. And then ask yourself, why is a vaccine that is supposedly so effective having a breakout in the middle of the summer when respiratory viral syndromes don't do that? And to help you understand that, you need to know the condition that is called antibody-mediated viral enhancement. That is a condition done when vaccines work wrong, as they did in every coronavirus study done in animals on coronaviruses after the SARS uh, outbreak and done in respiratory syncytial virus, where a vaccine used in a vulnerable individual done the wrong way, which why cannot be done right for a respiratory virus, which has a very low pathogenicity rate, causes the immune system to actually fight the virus wrong and let the virus become worse than it would with native infection. And that is why you are seeing an outbreak right now. And in fact, in that flash drive you're going to have coming to you and in the emails with six extra will be a study showing that 75% of people who had COVID-19 positive symptom cases in Barnstable, Massachusetts outbreak were fully vaccinated. Therefore, there is no reason for treating any person vaccinated any differently than any person unvaccinated. You should also know that no vaccine, even the ones I support and would give to myself and my children, ever stops infection. In 2014, there was outbreak of mumps in the National Hockey League. The only people who came down the symptoms were the people who were unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status. Boy, that sounds like a great argument for vaccines. But a question that you should ask yourself. Knowing that half of the people who came down with symptomatic disease had no contact with an unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status individual, where did they get the disease? And the answer was from the vaccinated individuals. No vaccine prevents you from getting infection. You get infected. You shed pathogen. This is especially true of viral respiratory pathogens. You just don't get symptomatic from it. So you cannot stop spread. You cannot make these numbers that you've planned on get better by doing any of the things you're doing, because that is the nature of viral respiratory pathogens. And you can't prevent it with a vaccine, because they don't do the very thing you're wanting them to do. And you will be chasing this the remainder of your life until you recognize that the Center for Disease Control and the Indiana State Board of Health are giving you very bad scientific guidance and instead, read the articles that are going to come on the email and are on this flash drive and listen to the people in this audience here tonight who actually have recognized the advice they are getting from the CDC and the NIH is counterfactual. And that's why you're still fighting this with this vaccine that supposedly was going to make all of this go away, but has suddenly managed to make an outbreak of COVID-19 develop in the middle of the summer when vitamin D levels are at their highest. By the way, the other thing that would be necessary, any vaccine restriction to be considered is if there were no other treatment available. And I can tell you having treated over 15 COVID-19 patients that between active loading with vitamin D, ivermectin and zinc, that there is not a single person who has come anywhere near the hospital. And we already have studies that show that if you achieve a 25 hydroxy vitamin D level greater than 55, your risk of COVID-19 death will drop down to one quarter of the population average for the United States. And there are active treatment trials included on that flash drive that show the same is true. So if you were going to discriminate based upon vaccine, you should also discriminate based upon 25-hydroxyvitamin D level, zinc taste test response, and probably previous infections since there are also studies on that flash drive that show that people who have recovered from COVID-19 infection actually get no benefit from vaccination at all, no reduction in symptoms, no reduction in hospitalization, and suffer two to four times the rate of side effects if they are subsequently vaccinated. Therefore, the policies that you are basing on are totally counterfactual. I don't blame this board for that, because I know you aren't scientists and you've thought it was reasonable to listen to the CDC, NIH, and the Indiana State Board of Health. But I would encourage that instead you listen to the people out here in this audience and read what's on that data drive. And if anybody here in this board has any questions about anything on that, I will happily come back and sit with you individually if you would like to explain the science behind this. And if you're worried about being sued by somebody because you don't follow the guidance of the CDC and the NIH, I will tell you have a free pro bono expert testimony at your disposal. I will testify in defense of this board, turning down all these recommendations for free at any time in any court thank you
2: thank you all right so we're going to listen to one part of that one more time and i believe i'm going to play this clip if we have time near the end of the show uh because there's a lot of people that come in to the show uh the scott adams show uh midway through or whatever and i want them to hear it because there's this one part and we're going to talk about this here in a second well i got to find it it's visual here i got to Let's try this. It's the part where he's talking about the NHL and mumps or smallpox or whatever. and he was basically suggesting that the uh, they weren't in they weren't exposed to people with smallpox, they were basically exposed to people who got the vaccine. I'm wondering based on what he just said if he's implying that the vaccine the vaccine the vaccine or people who are getting vaccinated are able to spread. Now, the vaccine's really not even a vaccine because it doesn't give you, like a flu vaccine gives you the flu. Then you get an antibody. You feel a little bit bad because you just got injected with the flu, um, but in a way that you can handle it, it gives you an antibody and it gives you a better leg up. Well, studies are showing that that's not even happening, that, that basically that uh, the... um. They they were doing uh, Pfizer did a Pfizer test against a placebo group, and uh, people who already had the virus uh, were not. There was no difference. So if you already had the virus, there's no need or sense uh, to get the vaccine. In fact, there was some negative correlation associated with taking the Pfizer vaccine if you've already had the virus. Like, it it hurts your ability to fight future virus rather than helped it. But let's see if I guessed right. And,
0: and it would with native infection. And that is why you are seeing an outbreak right now. And in fact, in that flash drive you're going to have coming to you and in the emails with six extra will be a study showing that 75% of people who had COVID-19 positive symptom cases in Barnstable, Massachusetts outbreak were fully vaccinated. (laughs) Therefore, there is no reason for treating any person vaccinated any differently than any person unvaccinated. You should also know that no vaccine, even the ones I support and would give to myself and my children, ever stops infection. In 2014, there was outbreak of mumps in the National Hockey
2: Okay, so this is it. This this is where he's implying that people actually... Uh, got the got the virus were exposed to people with vaccines let's take a listen
0: the only people who came down the symptoms as long as i support and would give to myself and my children never stops infection in 2014 there was outbreak of mumps in the national hockey league the only people who came down the symptoms were the people who were unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status boy that sounds like a great argument for vaccines but a question that you should ask yourself Knowing that half of the people who came down with symptomatic disease had no contact with an unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status individual, where did they get the disease? And the answer was from the vaccinated individuals. No vaccine prevents you from getting infection. You get infected. You shed pathogen. This is especially true of viral respiratory pathogens. You just don't get symptomatic from it. So you cannot stop spread. You cannot make these numbers that you've planned on get better by doing any of the things you're doing because that is the nature of viral respiratory pathogens. All right, so
2: it doesn't stop you from getting the virus. It stops you from being... um, That's another key point, too. Think about this. He just got done saying that they weren't exposed to people with the virus, right? This hockey NHL. But in 2014, but they got the virus anyway because half of them got sick because they were exposed to people who were vaccinated. It was the vaccine vaccinated that was able to give the virus to these people. And that's how they got it. So not only is he making the argument that people who are getting vaccinated could possibly spread a, a new variant like a Delta variant. That's number one. Number two, that the um, that that the uh, spread is uh, the vaccines would never stop you from getting the virus. Okay, so if the vaccines never stop you from getting the virus, and this is universal, it's not just unique. Now, there's then, then, but but it says that you're asymptomatic. So what he's saying is it doesn't stop it stops you from getting it symptomatic. It doesn't stop you from getting the virus. It stops you from getting symptomatic. Well, Dr. Fauci was on record as saying that asymptomatic, it's very rare that you would be asymptomatic and then spread. We're like, whoo, that's a breath of relief. Then finally he said, no, no, no. We found out now that you got to stay at home because you could be, you could have the virus and not know it. You could be asymptomatic and still spread. See, the whole symptomatic, asymptomatic argument was the chief argument to keep people home and to keep people from working and to shut down the economy. The most important factor for shutting down the economy is wearing the masks and social distancing and losing your job and not being able to pay your rent and so on and so forth, losing your home. The most important ingredient to to all of that was the whole concept of asymptomatic spread. That's all it was. Because in the beginning, when they were talking about 15 days to slow the curve, they were talking about the whole idea of if you're asymptomatic, if you're symptomatic, wear a mask. If you're asymptomatic and you don't know you have it, you don't really need a mask. Because you're not able to spread it. Because the viral load in your body is so low that you're not really infected enough to spread the virus. But when the viral load is heavy, you're, you're more uh, contagious. But that's when you actually feel the symptoms. And that's how that works. That's basic science. And so, Dr. Fauci's on record and so, are, so is the WHO uh, person who was on record about asymptomatic spread. And we've played that clip over and over again. Multiple people were saying if you're asymptomatic, you can't spread. Your viral load's too low. You're good. Well, this guy is basically saying the, vi- the, the vaccine does not prevent you from getting the virus. The vaccine prevents you from being symptomatic. So it allows you to be receive the virus but remain asymptomatic. Well, if now they're saying that COVID is spreadable even if you're asymptomatic, then what the heck is the point? You see the point. That's the point. And that is the scary part of this whole thing that the, that the scientists don't really know what they're talking about. And that the guidance is flawed just like it was with climate change and there's all this talk about climate there's all this talk about covid and delta variants and vaccines and vaccine passports and social credit scores you know this thing has become so politicized i say it every day i would be happy to consider i probably still wouldn't do it but i would be i would consider at least consider taking a vaccine getting a vaccine A if it worked B if it wasn't experimental and C uh, but really this is my A uh, so long as they have social credit score systems on the table so long as they have the equivalent of a social credit score which is the vaccine passport score it's the equivalent they're the same system see what they want to do is they want to develop a social media, a social credit scoring system. They want to put it under the guise of, of uh, you know, the disguise of a vaccine passport health alert or basically a health emergency uh, act or action. So they want to, in the name of health, uh, national security health concerns, they're developing a social credit scoring system. That's the problem for me. If they would then come out and write a, write a law that bans all corporations, that bans the, any concept used in private or public sector of incorporating a vaccine passport system in America and deem it unconstitutional, I would then say, well, they don't have an ulterior motive. You know, so why I I would consider, I would that at that point consider getting a vaccine. But they want the they want the whole enchilada. They want the cake, the icing on top, and everything in between. They want to turn our voting system into mail-in voting fraud, election fraud. They want to milk it for all it's worth. They want to track our every movement. They want to control our behavior and they want to work with their private uh, industry partners like Twitter and Facebook to control our behaviors. As I had said, Amazon owns Twitch. Twitch made a statement months ago, like six months ago now, where they said, we could kick you off of Twitch if you give a speech on hate or commit a hate crime in your private life. And we all know that their interpretation of what hate is could very well be that you wore a Make America Great Again hat and, and decided to vote for Trump. That could be hate in their eyes. In fact, in many of these social media outfits, loving Trump was basically hate speech. So you can't even have a choice of candidates. You either got to go with a globalist rhino or a globalist socialist. But it's got to be global because global fits their bottom line. It helps them expand their markets because they don't want a piece of the uh, enchilada or the pie. They want the whole doggone pie. They don't want to be stopped at the border. And frankly, they don't like to have different rules. And the social media arm where they might be inf- affected by um, different laws in different countries, they're getting to the point where they're going to be bigger than the country themselves so that they could bully the country at that point if they could get the chain of community uh, countries to act like communities they can uh, a country's less likely to isolate themselves from the rest of the world's communities by cracking down on laws that deem Twitter and Facebook unconstitutional to their own constitutions. They, they won't have the muscle. The harm will be worth greater than the benefits to them. And not only that, but the candidates, if there are a democracy of any, any level, they will lose. They will lose their elections because all their people will be isolated from the world. The globalists who run the show at the social media level understand the power, but they need bigger numbers. They need access to the markets in China and in India that's 3 billion people right there. That's one-third of the world's population just in those two countries. If you add America to it, you're, you're now really near half of the world's population. So they, they only need to do that, and then they can bully these smaller countries. It's the same principled concept to why they're pushing the vaccines. And in fact, I think that they're lying when they're now saying that we've reached our goal of 70% vaccinated. I don't believe that's the case. You hear numbers of the um, police department. I think it was the Denver police. The Denver police recently, they were up at around 50, less than 50% fully vaccinated. And the, 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 the police union said, <clears throat> we're not going to uh, be ordering our people to take the vaccine. They could take it if they want. They don't have to take it if they don't want. And that was uh, something else that was going a long way. That was less than fifty percent. What I'm saying is, I think that our uh, the, the actual number is much lower than seventy percent. But they're lying because what they're trying to do is sell their pitch now to private sector. Shake Shack got on board. A lot of corporations, a lot of music artists, a lot of event coordinators, a lot of um, a lot of different and and. You know the hospitality industry will be next, but they're fr- they're afraid. If if they if you book a hotel and you're traveling somewhere, and you book an airline and they say you need to have vaccine pa- papers, you need to have your papers, right? Then you don't have them. You're going to have to cancel the trip, and not to, not to mention it's a logistic nightmare. Because they're going to, have to give you, they're going to have to give you a full refund. They can't just give you a fraction refund or say you lose your down payment. Because the vaccine thing isn't evolved, right? So the idea is that they're going to be really screwed up financially. All the paperwork, all the litigation, all the lawsuits... And you can go on and on and on with all the nightmare and headaches that could actually put a business out of business, right? Like like an airliner, like a hotel chain, IHG, for example, runs Holiday Inn and Intercontinental and so on and so forth. All these different networks. There could be liabilities in terms of timeshares where you've had a timeshare for 10 years and all of a sudden... You're told you need a vaccine. How are they going to pull that off? They've breached the contact contract. It wasn't in there. That's an act of God, or you know the equivalent of a flood or a hurricane or whatever. At some point, you get a refund, and, and someone's going to have to eat that money. And if they change the rules based on the contracts that have been forged, well, then you see the problem, right? So. They need a bigger number. They need a bigger number. The government needs a bigger number to get corporations to get on board. You already see the CDC not only fighting tooth and nail about whether landlords are going to be able to pay, uh, have, to pay you have to pay their own bills without, you know, without being able to kick out the deadbeats that aren't paying their rent. And I don't really want to call them deadbeats because a lot of these people are victimized by their own government. And they're being thrown out on the street because they can't afford to pay the rent. In D.C., I just went to New York over the weekend, right? And I want to Union Station to take the train, the Amtrak, up four hours up to, to New York. And the Union Station has become tent city. The, the, uh, the area all around Union Station in Washington, D.C., the train station has become a tent city. And the homeless uh, situation is going to get out of control. And, you know, people can't pay their rent. And the CDC gets into involved and mandates as if they somehow are leg- a legislative body. You know, and the CDC is getting involved with now the cruise industry in Florida. And you wonder... This is the CDC that was run whose spokesperson was Rod Rosenstein's sister. And now she's gone, but you got this Wellfield, Wakefield woman uh, that uh, also doesn't know what she's talking about. We just heard this guy, Dan Dan Stock, basically making total sense out of what you just heard and questioning the CDC guidance. Uh, and then we're finding out even more data, more information, uh, that basically suggests that uh, people don't really know what they're doing. Um, that that uh, there's a there's a study that says that um, twelve of the thirteen top vaccinated countries are on a no travel list. Twelve? Are you kidding me? Twelve of the thirteen countries on the no travel list are the most heavily vaccinated countries in the world. Now that, to me, does not make any sense. That's not an argument. It's not an argument for the... I'm just looking at this. Justin, variants could be named after star constellations. They're going to have some fun with it, right? says, Who, COVID chief, as variants soon could outnumber the 24 letters of the Greek alphabet? Crazy stuff, right? So, the top list of these, yeah, I was just uh, scanning to find the the list of countries, and I ran across some other really interesting things um, here. Oh, okay. Well, in any case, it's 12 of the 13. I I can't find that uh, map. It's a map and a list. But I am looking at something else. It says, heads up, California's print from home ballot system better be closely monitored during the upcoming recall election. That's just something that caught my eye. So Rising Serpent writes a response that says, so let me see if I understand this correctly. The same people who can't get voter ID because they have no way to make photocopies also have printers to print out ballots at home. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's kind of an interesting thing. Um, You know, uh, Kamala Harris made the big stink about people living in rural America couldn't possibly know how to make a copy. You know, they can't possibly figure out how to vote and all this. They're getting away from bashing black people and insulting black people's intelligence um, that way. Now, this um, this has a lot of implications with respect to... Uh, Vote, voting, uh, credit scoring, population control, and so many other things. And that's why you have to say no. You have to say no to the, the vaccine at this point for political reasons. They wanted to politicize it, right? They wanted to never let a crisis go to waste, right? So naturally, they politicized it. They got into the political arena. And unless they make ultimate concessions that they 're never going to do the things that I suspect that they're going to do, uh, we have to stay no. We have to stand up and say no and that 's what 's happening uh, you know in a lot of different areas of the world. people are starting to stand up, and we need to stand with those people that stand up against that i 'm going to read through a couple of um my Twitter feed. Uh, Something I've been always wanting to do more and we always seem to run out of time um, before I cross over and get into the next section. By the way, um, be sure to check out the Mike Lindell Symposium that's going on in South Dakota today. It starts today. I believe In the Matrix is out there and they're going to be doing a live show at noon on Red State Talk Radio. But um, in any case... uh, you know, be sure to do that, and be sure to support Mike Lindell. Uh, head over to when you if, you know if you're interested in sheets, um, dog uh, dog mats, uh, you know uh, sleeping, uh, you know those dog sleeping things. Um, he's getting into all kinds of stuff, but their sheets are great, their pillows are great, and guess what? Red State Talk Radio and the Scott Adams Show benefit if you buy using our code. What is our code? What is our MyPillow code? It's uh, If you go to MyPillow.com, where it says apply a coupon code, put in red state. That's all you got to do. R-E-D-S-T-A-T-E. I think it's one word. Red state. Okay? R-E-D-S-T-A-T-E. And when you go over to MyPillow.com and you buy, we get a commission on some of those sales. And that's one way that you could help support Red State Talk Radio, and the Scott Adams Show, because the Scott Adams Show and Red State Talk Radio are pretty much one and the same. Um, We are um, the same entity, really. And we are in support, and we're supporting buglecall.org and magapac.org. Magapac, Make America Great Again Political Action Coalition. And that's what we're all about. We're all about supporting America First policies to make America great again. We do the research. We work our butts off. We work 18-hour days trying to bring you the best information, the most accurate information. We're traveling to these places and doing these things and holding these events. And none of it's free. And nobody at Red State or at MAGAPAC or at Bugle Call to where we have a board, everything is volunteer. Nobody has a paycheck. There is no payroll. So, Uh, your donations uh, for whatever you can afford uh, go a long way in helping us helping support our efforts because we're doing this for free we don't you know we get some ad revenue uh, but that's actually the smaller part Uh, the donations that we receive are actually the part that actually sets us uh, makes it makes it possible for us to do the things we do and uh and, 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 of course, a lot of us, uh, too, have other jobs. I mean, I have another company that I'm able to sustain my livelihood. But I, my sacrifices that I make to put, put out the show and do the research and uh, uh, build out the social media, it's not because I want to be a superstar. I don't. It's really about um, trying to, to defend our country trying to expose the truth without getting banned or, or thrown in Facebook jail. I mean, it's bad enough that we have to deal with that. It's coming at us from all sides. But i can going to tell you one of the things I am so proud of the team that we put together, not only on the board of Magapack and buglecall.org, but with the uh, list of show hosts that we work with every day. Uh, I just am so impressed by their hard work, and the hard work that we all are putting in to trying to fight for our country. I look at every day as a struggle where we fight for our country every single day. And, you know, some people can't afford to give donations, and that's fine. Um, But you might want to buy a pillow, and if you put the code word red state, uh, you could do it that way. So that's just another way to do it. Plus, a lot of the ads that you hear On uh, which the Scott Adams show, as you know, is a commercial free show. That's because the same commercials that run on Red State would be the same ones we would be running on Scott Adams show. So because I'm the owner of Red State, uh, we don't have to double down and put the ads into the Scott Adams show. Um, But when you do hear those ads, we benefit from those if you just call them. You don't even have to buy. You just call those ads and what happens is we get um, a lead generation commission on some of those ads. So that's how that works. So engaging with our efforts and helping us in any way you can is always appreciated. I I very rarely bring these things up, but um, I noticed that Mike Lundell is holding a symposium today. I thought I would make an announcement to make sure that everybody can check those things out. Um, he's going to be revealing a lot of information about election fraud, and I think that's actually going to be very, very important information. Um, I'm still waiting with bated breath, uh, but holding my breath regarding the Arizona audit. I just, it's been, it's been so long. You wonder who has been bought off. You wonder what kind of corruption can crack through this, uh, seep in through the cracks. And we've been disappointed on so many levels because we know that, the J, we know that there was fraud. There's no question. It's, it's trying to prove your case without a shadow of a doubt that becomes the burden. And that's what we're up against. We're up against a very lo- much a lying, deceitful, corrupt government institution to where before I started in radio, I never would have ever dreamed in a million years that it was this bad. And I think most of you can agree with me. It's like, Wow. This is so much worse than I ever thought it was. And I think it's nothing but a swamp. Uh, I think that even the the few that go in with a dream of being the the most integrity-oriented congressman or woman ends up being tarnished and tainted, exploited and coerced, whether they did a crime or they didn't. I believe, for example, that Donald Trump went into Washington with a clean slate. And I believe that the leverage that they ended up getting against him through the Russian hoax and the perfectly good call with Ukraine was manufactured out of whole cloth, thin air. And they used that as the leverage against him to try to make him look like a bad person. And the media, of course, pounded, piled on and pounded him nonstop and relentlessly. Despite the fact that that he continuously, with gratitude in his heart for the love of his country and the respect for the office, gave the media full transparency. And the thanks he gets is all of this BS. And you know what I mean by BS. It's just total BS. And that's where we are. So we're fighting this fight. And I'll do it for free. But if you want to help out, of course, I'll do it that way too. That would be, make things a lot easier. All right. So um, Tim Swain writes, fact. The 2009 swine flu was five times deadlier to kids than COVID. Masking children is child abuse. Disclosed TV writes, just in. Israel, where Israel, where ninety percent uh, uh, of the adult population is fully vaccinated, reports three thousand eight hundred forty-nine new COVID cases. Severe cases spiked to three hundred twenty-four, of which two hundred nine are fully vaccinated. Ministry of Health. It almost makes you think of Dan Scott, who we just listened to. Dan Stock. I mean, and um, he was talking about where the vac- vaccinated could be infecting the unvaccinated. Um, and when you're infected, you could be asymptomatic, even if you have the vaccine does not stop you from getting the infection. That's what we learned today. I thought that was actually profoundly important information. We're going to try to play that one clip near the end of the show today. So let's, um, let's speed things up. I'm going to speed things up here. Rising Serpa writes, You do realize the Catholic charities are flooding the country with illegal aliens, right? Yep. They're doing that. Okay. In Italy, it says fully vaccinated protesters in Italy are burning their vaccine passports in a powerful display of solidarity against the tying of civil liberties to vaccinated status vaccination status. I think that's absolutely super important. I wrote a multi-threaded tweet. I said, "If it seems like, oh, n- listen to this one, okay? This is this is absolutely important. I wrote this tweet the other day, and I said, "If it seems Fauci is arrogant, is as arrogant with his negligence as Hillary Clinton was, it's because he knows he's protected by America's national security apparatus." Like Fauci, if you support a gain of function to create a military-grade bioweapon that leaked out and killed tens of thousands of people while working on behalf of a top-secret clandestine government program, you would be protected too. There, the government, I think, sanctioned Fauci's gain-of-function research and some of his the things he was doing. So Fauci feels untouchable which is, explains why he doesn't feel like he's out there like a, like a sail in the wind floating out there alone. I think that he is, he is protected by the entity of our government that runs the country, which is our national security and intelligence apparatus. Remember what Schumer said, they have six ways till Sunday to take you down. And he wasn't kidding. And they did their best to beat Trump. But nobody beats Trump, not even Joe Biden and all of his cheating, the geriatric president, uh, which I don't even want to call him a president because the people that are running the show are coming from the Atlantic Council, the National Security Council, the CIA, the State Department, the ambassadorships, the corporate sponsors, the lobbying groups that work for the cartels and you name it. It's a very, very swampy place in D.C. right now. The Bradford File writes, Watching people wearing masks in an airport prior to cramming into a tiny tube in the sky is the perfect reminder none of these mandates have anything to do with science. Emerald Robinson writes, Stop saying that your government is confused or making mistakes or screwing up on COVID. Wrong. It's running a playbook designed by China to end freedom in the West, silly, right? I mean that's exactly what's going on, right? so we know that we know that absolutely all right, so emerald Robinson also writes, I love her posts she says you're not anti vaccines you're anti human gene therapy with no long term genetic studies done. That's what you are you're not. You know, basically trying to upset the trying to say no because you don't, you know, for no's sake. You actually did your research and you ended up with no. Rising server writes, you know, all of this is about the 2022 midterms elections, right? Now Ronald McDaniel says the Republican Party stands with the Cuban fighting for Cubans fighting for freedom. And Julie Kelly writes The J6, you know, the January 6th defendants who just arrived at a special prison in D.C. and will be held without bail for months for the crime of protesting the incoming Biden regime. They say thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Ronald McDaniel, for worrying about the Cubans' Cubans' plight. And of course, I reported this real quick the other day, but Pfizer CEO's Israel visit canceled because he is not fully vaccinated the J- Jerusalem Post wrote that. Are you kidding me? The Pfizer CEO is not fully vaccinated? Are you kidding? I think that seems a little odd, don't you? Cat Turd writes You ever notice the Obamas only hang out with snobby, super rich, and famous elitists? Have you ever noticed that? These liberals love their elitism? You know, and then when you listen to cnn and all these people talk they're like well they're super sophisticated people they know what they're doing that's why they so jewish deplorable writes, john legend are saying being unvaccinated and or unmasked at a large indoor gathering is like literally begging to get covid please don't do that to yourself your family or your neighbors and then you got john legend and chrissy Teigen holding their sons, arrive at Martha's Vineyard on their private jet, blah, blah, blah. You know, you get the idea. Hypocrisy. Tim Young writes, John Kerry cares so much about the environment that he took a private jet to Obama's birthday super spreader. Yeah, of course, he did. Jewish Deplorable writes, Switzerland gives all able-bodied males 18 plus a gun and training. Switzerland is one of the lowest crime rates in the world. Guns aren't the problem people are. Liz Harrington says, wow. So I went to the post to post a clip from President Trump's great interview from Fox News last night. And lo and behold, Fox News edited and changed what President Trump said, censoring out 45 accurately describing the fake election. Here is the president's. uh, Here's what the president said. Let's take a listen.
1: It's a disgrace what's happening. And I don't think the country's going to stand for it much longer. They're, they're disgusted. You have a fake election. You have an election with uh, voter abuse and, and with uh, voter fraud like nobody's ever seen before. And based on that and based on what happened, uh, they're destroying our country, whether it's at the border, whether it's on crime. I could say in plenty of instances, including military, you look at the leaders of military, the woke the woke leaders of military, we have to focus on our great military for what it's supposed to be, to protect us against very powerful countries like Russia and China and others who don't exactly love us.
2: Now, here's the sophisticated comment that we want to hear. Uh, This is from CNN all the safety precautions people are going to sporting events that are bigger than this this is going to be safe Talking this is about a the sophisticated Party, vaccinated right? crowd and and this is that are bigger than this this is going to be safe this is a sophisticated vaccinated crowd and and this is just about optics it's not So it's a sophisticated vaccinated crowd i guess as long as you call yourself sophisticated and vaccinated you're you're going to be okay right uh Here's another uh, RNC posted this. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg doesn't know to where or to how many uh, U.S. states the Biden administration is sending illegal migrants and spreading and today's the virus Washington over Understanding this
1: falls under the Department of Homeland Security, but illegal immigrants are being transported uh, from the border to other states across the country. Do you know how many states or where they're going?
0: So uh, uh, I don't have the Homeland Security numbers handy, but what I'll tell you is that this administration is committed to safety and health for all of the 300-plus million Americans within our borders uh, and managing the border according to those same principles.
2: Not <laughs> Absolutely. MSNBC reporters on consumers terrified of rising prices under Joe Biden. I can't hardly afford the same food I bought a year ago. Let's take a listen
1: We consistently have issues
2: with maintaining the number of people we have to operate our business. And we're constantly looking for new people. And people just trying to make ends meet.
0: I feel like inflation is through the roof and I'm terrified. I can't hardly afford the same food I bought a year ago. Because it's so
2: much more expensive to get just simple things. We, we call this a um, biflation, where the inflation seems to be helping the rich, but not so much helping uh, others. Um, I have a couple of threaded tweets I want to get to really quick. Um, so Charlie Kirk wrote, Carly Lloyd, the U- U.S. So- women's soccer player to stand for the national anthem, also became Uh, all-time leading Olympic scorer, okay? So thank you for standing for our nation. We stand with you, right? There's one soccer woman, Carly Lloyd, that did that. I said, It's as if our woke athletes were losing their Olympic competitions on purpose to make America look weak and not exceptional. Reminds me of when Obama went to Cairo to deliver his first foreign speech merely to apologize for America's mistakes and equivocate our leadership status. I believe that that did, in fact, happen to a certain degree. Now, I want to read this thing, um, and we're running out of time. We're probably not going to be able to play that uh, clip again. I might play it tomorrow, though. I said some of the country's best-known corporations, celebrities, and feminists' icons support the civil rights groups implicated in Governor uh, Government Andrew Cuomo's efforts. So, what was happening is. Time's Up turned a, turned a blind eye to Andrew Como's victims, and so did um, Human Rights uh, Challenge, uh, which was uh, where, who sat on the board of that? Valerie Jarrett and Alyssa Milano and people like that. So um, I said, some of the best-known corporations, celebrities, and feminist icons support the civil rights groups implicated in Governor Andrew Cuomo's efforts to smear a woman who accused him of sexual abuse. Tech firms, feminist icons, black liberal liberal groups whose leaders helped Cuomo smear accuser, Valerie Jarrett, Alyssa Milano, are on the board of Human Rights Campaign. Just like in my last post, Valerie Jarrett and Alyssa Milano are on the board of Human Rights Campaign. Pay attention to board members who pull the strings within the military-industrial complex as well to gain privileged access to Pentagon contracts by offering promises that future Pentagon and national security retirees will find lucrative posts as part of their golden parachute. Valerie Jarrett is also on the board of the gig Uber competitor Lyft. You know, the gig economy Lyft drivers. Her position supports a conduit for jobs for illegal migrants. The Obama's board positions control propaganda and indoctrination of our society with Netflix, pushing society, social behaviors as constant majority when these reflect a mere fraction of real society. If you watch Netflix program, programming, for example, you'll think that just about 50% of America is gay and, and 50% of America is trans and 50% of America behave in a certain way. And, and that's not the case. The reflection, uh, it's not reflective of society. It's to indoctrinate your mind into thinking that uh, fringe behaviors are actually normal and um, greater than 50 percent. Because the media kind of, you know, creates this misinformation with all of this. Um, and I think that's absolutely important. Well, good thing there are multiple days in a week because we're out of um, time on this show. We want to um, tomorrow. I'll probably play that clip again that I promised you at the end today. Also, um, we're going to go ahead and try to get through some of these really great posts over on my social media. Um, it's a potpourri of good stuff. It's thematic though. It's in in line with what we've been talking about. Generally speaking, I prepare my show. Uh, through my social media platforms and uh, all the contents coming really from there. Uh, in any case, you've been listening to the Scott Adams show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Be sure to check out buglecall.org, my, and magapack.org, uh, to see us uh, support America first policies to make America great again. Be sure to use red state as the code over at mypillow.com and Scott Adams show to check out the latest podcast, Scott Adams show.com. We'll see you next time on the radio.